0: The Turning Point Project. I'm Helen Rubello, founder of the Magical Life Movement and author of The Magical Unfolding: Eight Magical Processes for Peace, Potential and Purpose. And I believe that when you face transitions in life, you have to find a way to move forward through the messy bits, even when you feel scared. In this project, I talk to inspiring conscious souls about how they used a turning point to move from a life that didn't fully fit towards living a more intentional fulfilling life despite the messy bits. May these stories inspire you to trust your turning points and to always believe there is magic to be found in life even when you feel stuck in the messy middle. And if you haven't yet ordered your copy of The Magical Unfolding Head on over to the website to gift yourself a copy so that you can get all of the bonuses on offer to help you shape your next decade differently. Hello, lovely soul. Thank you so much for tuning back into the Turning Point Project podcast. This is episode four of season two. And if it's your first time listening, thank you for being here. I'm really glad you found me and I hope to reward your time today with something that will nourish you and inspire you and give you a sense of hope, possibility and a belief in your own magic. Because whether or not you're in the middle of a turning point in life, I think we can all use a bit of hope and magic and possibility always. So this is coming out to you in the month of February, February 2020. And today, because it's February and we live in a world where we have become accustomed to associating months with certain things, thanks to marketing being everywhere we look. February has become the month when we start to think about love because it's the month of Valentine's. And so I wanted to talk to you today about how we can use Valentine's as an invitation to remember how important it is for us to love upon ourselves, to show ourselves some self-love and self-care and to really honour and appreciate the vessel that we live our lives in and honour and appreciate ourselves, recognise our worth in the world and just treat ourselves as the precious, unique, miraculous beings that we are. And so I am going to share three little prompts with you today that I hope will be really helpful for you to maybe help you introduce some really simple self-love, self-care gestures into your life, but in a way that doesn't make you feel like it's something that is a should, doesn't make you feel like it's something you have to do. If you don't, you are really not looking after yourself and you're failing as a human being and, um, and finds that balance between being something that is a delight and and more easy to add to your day rather than feeling like it's something that takes away from your day. So I say that because I know it's really easy to roll your eyes and to get really quite frustrated and fed up when you hear about someone else advocating self-love and self-care. You know, we've all heard that phrase, put your oxygen mask on first before you put it on other people and we are a little bit fed up with it because it kind of makes us feel a little bit like we've failed before we've begun. You know, I've spoken to people about this and they've said to me, you know, I'm already trying to do everything I possibly can. How can I possibly do anything else in my life? But really, when you dive deeper. What's actually happening quite often is that. As women especially, and I know there are some men listening to this, so this applies to you too, but as women especially, we are really good at saving the things we want to do until the 11th hour and putting everybody else's needs first. And often the 11th hour never comes. And so it's no wonder you end up feeling depleted and like you're not really nourishing yourself or giving yourself the self-love and respect you want to and it kind of feels resentful because really you probably feel a little bit guilty you kind of know you're letting yourself down so I don't say all that to make you feel bad I say it you know as one human being to another human being that recognizes the struggle that has the same struggle too um, but you know, is maybe, well, actually, definitely a lot more conscious of how I can transcend that in my daily life more of the time than I used to be, simply because I've adopted certain practices that really, really help. And so before I share a couple of those, I wanted to read something out to you that I think is lovely and it may help frame what I'm about to share. This quote comes from the Buddha, whether he actually said this or not, who knows? In the end, only three things matter. How much you loved, how gently you lived, and how gracefully you let go of things not meant for you. I think there is huge value in three things because we can all remember three things. And so the three things I want to share with you today are actually really related to this quote. So firstly, how much you loved You can't get all of your love from everybody else around you. In fact, you can only receive as much love as you believe you are capable of receiving. So if you want to receive more love in your life, I wonder whether you could find a way to love up on yourself a little bit more. And one way that you can do this is to set and honour a tiny appointment with yourself Every single morning before anything else intrudes, before the day intrudes, before any people or animals intrude. And you can do that as simply as adopting a mantra or a statement that you train yourself to automatically think about the minute you wake up. And if you've been in my world a while, you will have heard me talk about this before. Because every single morning, I wake up and the first thing I think is, Thank you, universe, for another day in which I get to live, love, laugh, and play. I've been saying that the minute I wake up for years now. I don't say it without actually feeling the words, I don't say it mindlessly. I say it with awareness, with gratitude, with appreciation for the fact I've got to wake up another day. I get to impact other people in some way. I get to breathe. I get to feel. I get to see. I get to hear. Reminding myself of that before the day intrudes is the most beautiful act of self-care and self-love It doesn't take a moment. It isn't like something you have to strain and strive to fit in. You don't have to let go of loads of things in order to do it. And you can, you know, repeat it every single day and it will build exponentially in terms of shifting your sense of appreciation for being alive, for the simple things in life. And at the end of the day, Those are the things that really matter and make a difference to us. So instead of waking up, reaching for your phone and scrolling through your notifications or looking at the news or looking at Facebook, instead, honour yourself first. Honour a tiny appointment with yourself and, and do something like say a small phrase. So number two, going back to this quote, how gently you lived. I wonder whether an act of self-love for you could be to ask yourself how many of the things you do on a day-to-day basis feel as though they are in your sort of natural flow of energy. How many are abrasive to your energy? How many conflict with what you value, what really matters to you? And if you have lots of things in your life that conflict with who you are, that aren't gentle for your being, is there a way that you can shift or change something about those things that makes them feel more easeful for you? So an example of this from my previous life, when I used to commute from Colchester in Essex in the UK to London. I used to work as a sonographer at St Thomas's Hospital, and I actually loved that job. I was a locum. I, I did that while I was doing my shiatsu training. I loved it, but I did not love that commute. I only did it for a year. I had the choice of whether to do it or not because I was locuming. But I really did not like that commute. <laughs> it was it was abrasive to my being because of the hustle and the bustle and the lack of common human respect that people had for each other. I literally saw people pushing each other out of the way to get the less space on a train. You know, if a train was delayed or something, it was incredible how animalistic people became because the kind of survival instinct kicked in. And so, of course, it wasn't like that every day, but there were lots of elements. I could feel the angst in the air and, you know, lots of kind of grumpy people because they're sleepy, all the rest of it. So I thought, okay, well, how can I make this kinder to myself so that I don't feel depleted before I've begun my day's work because the commute just feels kind of stressy and abrasive, especially if you end up standing up for an hour, which often happened. And so what I decided to do was um, I decided to treat that hour as an hour for learning. I love learning. Um, I would use it as an hour for learning or for meditating. I would listen to a podcast or an audio book or something that lifted my soul, that tuned into what I love. It was time that I was spending anyway, so I had the choice to do that more gently or to make it more stressy. So that's an example that maybe you can use for yourself, or maybe it will prompt some ideas of your own. And so this brings us to the third thing, which really ties into this, which is how gracefully you let go of things not meant for you. So the energy this year is actually quite fast paced. This is a metal rat year. If you want to know more about that, check out Nick Haynes at the Five Institute, who really specialises in Chinese medicine at a depth that it goes way beyond my knowledge. And he talks about how this year, is going to be really fast moving energy. Metal energy is all about boundaries, letting go, assimilating, cutting things out. And so this year, because the energy moves quite quickly in a rat year, this is a great year to let things go that no longer serve you, that don't add to the quality of your life in any way, that maybe you've moved beyond. So it's a Gorgeous act of self-care, actually, to give yourself permission to let go of things. So maybe you could spend five minutes just checking into your phone and deleting some old contacts that you've let go that no longer have a place in your life. Maybe you could get rid of five apps that you don't look at anymore. Keep it really, really simple. But your bandwidth, your mental capacity, your mental energy is taken up by all the stuff in your life whether that's contacts on your phone apps on your phone or you know more tangible stuff and so it's a proactive act of self-care to let go of things and you you know you can do this bit by bit keep it small it doesn't have to be a big thing maybe unsubscribe from some people so to summarize in this month of love gift yourself some time Every morning to start your day in a more mindful, self-loving way, maybe with a positive mantra, a positive statement, or just in your head saying that you're grateful for something. So love yourself first before anything else, before you pick up your phone and give yourself the gift of a loving gesture to yourself, honouring a tiny appointment with yourself every single day. It's a beautiful, beautiful way to introduce some self-love and some self-care. And then think about how gently you live. What is abrasive to you in your life? And if you can't change it, is there a way that you can make it slightly less abrasive? Is there a way that you can shift your relationship to it, reframe it, make it easier, make it less stressful? Could you listen to meditation or or an audio book or something. It's just an invitation to play and to ponder. And then finally, how gracefully do you let go of things not meant for you? So maybe do a little mini audit of things that are cluttering up your virtual, physical, mental space. Remembering that you only have so much capacity to keep track of all the things in your life your subconscious mind will try and keep track of everything so you are doing yourself a huge act of self-love to let go of some stuff that no longer serves you so I really hope this has been helpful it's a slightly different take on self-love I'd love to know your key takeaway I'd love to know what you think. So if you feel inspired to let me know, come and connect with me over on Instagram at Helen Author. And if you think that anyone in your life would be really benefited by listening to this, then please do share the podcast with them. I'd be so appreciative. And in the meantime, have a gorgeous month. And I look forward to catching up with you in another episode bye for now thank you so much for listening to this episode of the turning point project if you found this episode useful i'd be so grateful if you could rate and review the podcast as it really makes a difference and will only take a moment if you'd like to continue the conversation or ask me any questions come and connect with me over on instagram at helen rebello author or join the free magical life movement at helen Have a gorgeous, gorgeous day and I'll catch you in the next episode.